0: my name is edwin
1: and you're listening to episode 64 of dungeons dinings and, and
0: dorks. dorks that's yes. right
1: yes uh angela is still gonna be away from us so yay i'm yeah. the host again
0: she was uh she was working to like for something today and uh yeah and she started like at six something so, she's been pulling long hours at work, and she she's dead tired right now. She's been trying to fix... You know, she's actually out right now, out of the house, trying to get things done. So, yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel... I mean, it's it's a busy, busy Christmas, or holidays, or whatever, whatever you celebrate during this time of year. Um, yes. Uh, so, she's out. It's just Pam and I here. Yay! And... Which is kind of fun because we get to talk about things that uh, um, <laughs> that might might not be, you know, Angela friendly, but
1: <laughs> yeah, we're still we're we're still keeping it family.
0: we We trying to make it family friendly here, but there's like certain like genre, certain things that we that Pam and I are are both into that sometimes you know everybody has different tastes, so we're sort of like. You know, like banging it out. You know, trying to get the stuff that we're interested in. Just like, just, just go do it.
1: I will, so. and we'll cover some more of that <laughs> a bit later. Yep. Um. But hey, Edwin. I mean, uh, what's going on with you? Anything new?
0: Um. You know, it's been. Um. I spent, like long days at the at the office trying to get things done. So therefore, I'm listening to a lot of music and wanna You know what? Um. What. I am. Everybody, okay. So everybody in my in my circle of friends and my family know that I'm really into music and I play. I play a lot of instruments. You know, in fact, if you listen to our ha-ha Hangouts," the the intro music to that I wrote that. <laughs> and yes, he did. And um, because we needed an intro music, and I like, you know, started, you know. Playing around with with uh, with drum pads and everything, so wrote that. Um, but I'm really into like, and you c- it can sort of tell, um, especially with the intro music for for Triple H. That I'm I'm really into like R and B and and funk and and soul, like especially in the 1970s. You know, like I've been mm. very, I'm very heavily influenced in that you know with like well a lot of like like you know like you know like sus chords and and you know minor 7 chords and major 7 chords and that sort of thing and and it kind of shows <laughs> in my writing um but um i was waiting for one of like i've been hearing a lot about Bruno Mars's new project with Anderson .Paak and and i listen to their first track um this like around january february or along that lines um i think that's when they released their first their first track and they just released their the whole the whole album an evening with silk sonic and i gotta tell you like that's the kind of music i grew up with that's the kind of music that i'm into that what they were writing they went all the way back to the 1970s doing every like a lot of like the popular genres popular beats popular um even they even did like a like a like a james brown sort of vibe along Mm, with like a bootsy vibe like bootsy collins vibe and you know and like like uh like a curtis Mayfield. Vibe in one of them. It's just, it's like smooth. They really put a lot of thought in what they were writing. There are some crazy like chord progressions, a lot of R and B progressions that just are very, very interesting. Like they really took the time to actually like. There's not a single bad song in that in that uh, in that album, which is very, very rare.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it's no, I very get it. Rare. Yeah, usually you know it's like one or two hits and everything else is like meh whatever (laughs) you know like it's just like almost filler like every single song is really good and they really it really shows that they took the time to actually write it the harmonies they took the time to write it the um the timber for each song they took the time to to really think about that sort of thing um and it took me in this, like, big rabbit hole. I went back to, like, old songs that <laughs> I used to listen to. Like, a lot of Curse Mayo, Mayfield, a lot of, like, um, DeBarge and a lot of, uh, um, you know, a lot of, like, uh, you know, Al Green and, you know, some of, like, the Motown stuff. I even went through, like, another, like, like sub-rabbit hole of, like, listening to, like, like a lot of, like, the James Jamerson era of Motown. And, okay. you know, and the... Um, you know, like in the in the crew that he used to to play with, that pretty much did all the music, did the session music for for Motown, and I just went through just the craziest rabbit hole, <laughs> and I've never I completely forgot how happy that kind of music makes me, like <laughs> like holy crap, um, and I was jamming to that, like I was jamming to that in. You know in the server room at work or in my office or you know like <laughs> like went into a meeting oh gosh this meeting sucks i don't believe it can be in this meeting and i was like T-. turn a little bit of curse mayfield oh man this is great <laughs> 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 you know like just puts a smile on my face and and um yeah it's it's good it was just good and check it out soul sonic uh, uh silk sonic it's on spotify um, they released it like Thanksgiving apparently. <laughs> like the Thanksgiving yeah, week. Okay. All the whole thing and I mean it's gotten some if that if that if that album doesn't isn't the number one album of twenty twenty one, if that doesn't win like a crap ton of awards, I I cannot trust the Grammys anymore. I cannot trust Oh I
1: like <laughs> you know, I can't I stopped, do it. I stopped trusting award shows because like, there are so many other music that deserve the yeah the attention that but it doesn't because it's overshadowed by other bands yeah Um, and
0: and, i mean anderson pack and i mean even Brutal mars come on like that dude is like freaking michael jackson (laughs) like that guy is like james brown and michael jackson put together and (laughs) like seriously his rage i wish i had his range in voice holy crap he's hitting like high b's high c's who does that? I don't know who does that. Besides him, <laughs> like holy crap! Calm down,
1: <laughs> you know.
0: Anyways, okay. Have enough. you um?
1: <laughs> have you heard of the new ABBA? Yes. Yes. Is it, is it worth checking out?
0: Yes, it's good. Okay, I did listen to that too. That's really good. That took me back again, like the nineteen seventies. Abba's <laughs> Abba was there, nineteen seventies, early nineteen eighties. You know, Dancing Queen. Heck, I mean, if you listen to old Abba, it's a lot of funk, a lot of soul. There's a lot of like R&B so, going on. So
1: they still have it. They still have it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, they're doing a lot of like adult contemporary stuff, you know. But they're, but like I forgot his name. Like the guy who wrote pretty much all the songs. It was like the two the two dudes and there's several songs that everybody wrote but it was mostly like the two guys in ABBA oh okay wrote most of the songs they still have it and the thing about that the the piano player I forgot his name I wish I knew his name I want to say Bjorn but I know that's wrong um that guy is classically trained and you can tell like this his his songwriting and his in his uh the way that he does his progressions the way he does his arrangements it's it's like he's 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 hearkening back to like schubert he's hearkening back to like like the like like the romantic modern composers like some of the the lines he puts in there it's like
1: it's like okay This this is proof that music theory does oh yeah does matter <laughs> oh yeah and we will talk
0: about that later and when we talk about our little uh our deep dive into pam's little complaint which is also my complaint
1: <laughs> well yeah later but, I, but a lot of this, uh, this i will tell you right now though i just majority of what we're going to talk about in this episode is music related yeah so because <laughs> because I, really i've been i've been also kind of in a different genre. I, and I, lately, I've been on a metal kick. And I it, it, it helped that I was at a concert recently with a friend. Um, we went to Unleash the Archers, which is a Canadian fantasy metal band. And I like how Edwin had to look a fantasy metal band. It's just like basically, if the Lord of the Rings had metal guitars.
0: Hey, the what the the those main names that you were spouting off <laughs> sounded like towns in you know near Neverwinter or Dungeons and Dragons. Like
1: what do just you mean? Like, I saw about just... seven kingdoms, Aether realm. Gee,
0: Where's I it? must go to the seven
1: kingdoms and get that the angel? magical book that takes me to Aether realm. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> And Dragon Force, I mean, oh,
0: Dragon I mean, Force! I can hear, I can hear the Jer- oil. Oh. oh, I can hear a Gerald going. Unleash the archers to get the Dragon Force, you know.
1: <laughs> and then play like, an actual song. It would still, it would still count. Like,
0: death metal, song, you know.
1: <laughs> It'll still count, and and yeah, I just found out that one of the one of the metal bands, uh, Death Angel, what actually started out in the Philippines. Well, actually, well, I shouldn't say that. I think it was. It, was, uh, the it was made original by, members were were Filipino Filipino descent. Yeah.
0: If you can't tell, In
1: fact, if you can't there's...
0: tell, um, <laughs> me and Pam are Filipinos. As <laughs> I wave hi.
1: <laughs> the, the listeners can't see it, Edwin, but he's waving. Just oh, so letting you know. <laughs> <hi>. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I was I was in that kick and then I was like, oh, this is so not appropriate for the holidays. Yeah, it feels so right. Especially, okay, so especially since I've been busy with DD uh campaigns. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm channeling my my dwarf and my paladin, my dragonborn paladin, mind you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just certain <laughs> songs hit differently and yeah. and uh, just a tip for D&D players, if you're trying to get into that mindset play a song. Oh it's a yeah. Good, it's a very good mindset. In fact, there are some there are some D&D groups that actually incorporate like a like background sound or even create yeah. their own soundtrack as the campaign goes.
0: Do you know how hard that is? How hard what? Remember when we first started playing d and I tried doing that.
1: I honestly Get think every... that was more of a technicality.
0: Yeah, it's hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as even as a DM, you're trying to set the scene, trying yeah. to roleplay your NPCs or whatever, and on top of trying to change the song because you're going into battle or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's well, just way too many things to... Uh,
0: babysit (laughs) well yeah i know like you kind of i mean you kind of have to like like script it out like i'm gonna play this thing here and you know or do it in post
1: (laughs) that is if the players stick to script yeah if if they don't oh my gosh yeah which oh oh and by the way yeah and also by the way i failed whamageddon
0: I want to know what this is because okay. i see it in the, in the in the notes here like whamageddon like okay so... is that like is that like uh did you go to like a concert with the wham, like a no. wham no, concert no, 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 no. and it was armageddon no
1: no, no 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 it's it's not a concert unfortunately it's <laughs> like george michael like is a...
0: doing his thing
1: in the, on the stage it's it's one of those stupid <laughs> online trends you could blame nicole for oh. for this because she was the one that posted it on her Facebook account first, and I was like, what's this Whamageddon? So I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, bet. So Whamageddon is it's just a silly online game that the rules are is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's last Christmas song.
0: (laughs) I was very close.
1: I was close. So the game starts on December 1st and finishes at the end of December 24th. If you go through those through that time frame without recognizing Wham's last Christmas, you win. Okay, so unfortunately, since I had the since my work has like the Christmas radio station on,
0: <laughs> the local radio the local Christmas radio the station.
1: The local. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Which it is played. more than one. And I was like, oh, no, I lost. So I posted it on my personal page. It's <laughs> like, oh, so, okay, well, the... at least I, I I lasted longer than Nicole.
0: <laughs> so here's, here's the official rules. I just pulled this up. It's like the first yep. rule the objective is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic last Christmas. Yep. The second rule. The game starts on December first and finishes at the end of December twenty fourth. Use your local time zone if you like. Yes, we're European heathens. Uh, and the third rule—that's what it says. Like yeah, I'm verbatim. Oh, that's hilarious! They've got like this nice like, like Christmas scene in their on their website. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the yep, third rule. There's then... a third rule. Only the original version applies. Yep. So.
1: So remixes and covers don't count.
0: There has been remixes and covers of the song.
1: Yeah, and they're all wrong. Anyway, next rule.
0: <laughs> the fourth rule: is You're out as soon as you recognize the song. Bonus yep. rule: Post on social media with the hashtag whamageddon hashtag when you get it.
1: When you get hit. When well, we get hit. So, yep. Today, I was hit. I, it was 14 That's days. That's actually one of my favorite songs.
0: <laughs> Christmas songs. Yeah. I don't know. It's a,
1: it's a classic, man.
0: It's good. It's I like bopper. the. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's much better than several other songs we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about earlier.
1: Christmas songs yeah. later.
0: But yeah, it's actually one of my favorites. And I think, um, I wanted to say the, the world famous, um, Oh, what the heck is her name? The the big like country pop star person, lady girl.
1: Carrie. No. Underwood or Reba. No,
0: she's like pop
1: now. Dolly.
0: No. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think she did like a like a little cover with someone else. I could be wrong.
1: No, <laughs> but... I don't. I don't know about Christmas songs, but yeah, I know that Taylor re uh, re recorded her past songs because. Of, um, oh,
0: because of co- like, um, copyright and contract, yeah, stuff. legal, yeah, it's
1: a contract thing, yeah. and yeah. And I, and you know what, I actually listened to some of her songs, and that I think it was the first time I actually heard those songs, and they're more country than pop. Oh, yeah, she her, was a country person. I'm, kinda, I, I'm digging the country more than her, her pop songs are still good, but I'm like, these are good, I just. In my I can opinion, like I, I
0: have to be in the mood to listen to a Taylor no, Swift song. No, I get
1: it. I no, I no, I get it. I get it. Like, I was, I was actually like curious because apparently, this music video, her music video for one song, was like 15 minutes long, and I was like, why is it 15 minutes? The song itself was actually like, what, 10 minutes?
0: Was she blasting someone? Did she broke up with someone?
1: No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> 'Cause it seems but like she all her songs. Are. It was just it's her thing. It's her it's her shtick. I know. Just it's like so.
0: <laughs> every I mean um, like every song it's like, man, like you know, like give this give this girl like a like roses or something.
1: <laughs> she hasn't found she hasn't found the right dude yet, and Yeah <laughs> I wonder if her music will change once she does. I, am I curious. Know, imagine
0: you imagine her being like her boyfriend or her or even like her husband, you know, and she's still saying this. It's like, it's like questioning your marriage. <laughs> like uh, after. It's like was that about me?
1: <laughs> well then uh I I uh, well then that's a your problem. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, shall we shall we uh switch gears a little bit yeah. because we actually watched something And this was supposed to be the...
0: Oh, yeah. This was supposed to be like what we were going to talk about the whole time.
1: (laughs) But we got into this music talk and now we're like, ah, let's do it.
0: Let's just do it. Let's just do it. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education.
1: So, Edwin, you were talking about how certain music feels nostalgic. Oh, heck yeah. So... We were going through certain uh, Christmas movies that were streaming. And this one really hit nostalgia for both of us.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, on HBO Max, um, <laughs> I think mean, Pam. Pam came across this because you told me about it. Yeah. And...
1: I, I liked it because it had Neil Patrick Harris. And it looks huge. Harris. Yeah.
0: And uh, it was called 8-Bit Christmas. And I'm not yeah. one to watch Christmas movies. Because you know, they're Christmas movies. They're formulaic. It's usually some girl who wants to like change her life and meets a dude. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, anyway, but this one, so,
1: this big one Christmas. didn't have a love story. And it wasn't. I... Yeah, that was nice. There and wasn't... I didn't, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I, I don't like Hallmark movies. I'm tired of the whole girl falls in love with boy, blah, 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 whatever. This one actually was kind of along the same feels as like a Christmas story.
0: It was, that's what it was. It was a Christmas story. Like a modern story telling a Christmas,
1: story, yeah, telling it was a Christmas, Christmas story,
0: story.
1: But in the late 80s, quote yeah. unquote. <laughs>
0: Supposedly it's supposed to take place like, like in 1988 cuz that's what it said on the camera. You know, they had like a oh. <laughs> they had like an old school like Panasonic video camera with like a with, uh, with a with like the date on the bottom
1: left. But if you yeah, but if you remember how the movie started, it was uh Neo Patrick Harris's uh, character talking to his daughter and Who wants a they phone. were arguing about oh, it's 1987. No, no, it was probably 1988. No. And then the guy was like, okay, just move on with the story. And then he yeah. was like, okay, in the late 1980s.
0: <laughs> I will tell you one thing, right? That, that gal, Neil Patrick okay. Harris is, is uh, um, what's her name? Um, Annie Doyle is the character's name. Um, Annie Doyle um, and Pat, Neil Patrick Harris uh, plays Jake Doyle. And that gal who wants a phone so bad, like wants to have a phone. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I'm sitting there going like, like, okay, record yourself. And then once you're like, like older and adult and everybody's, your notifications are going off. Like, like every five seconds and annoying the crap out of you or like waking you up in the middle of the night. Okay. Or work is calling. (laughs) or something like that you're gonna wish you didn't have a phone because i i sometimes wish i didn't have a cell phone and but
1: she was you know (laughs) to a kid though she did you know they don't think they don't think that i know
0: no they're thinking about their friends they don't think about the latest thing they all want you know wants to keep in touch on tiktok or whatever (laughs) wants to do the friend face thing or
1: (laughs) so i mean overall reaction. I liked it. I liked I it. I liked this 8-bit Christmas. I, and I, I think I, a big thing was the nostalgia. Oh, yeah.
0: This was like nostalgia written all over. Anybody who's grown up in the 80s, yeah. you know, or somewhere in the 80s. Like, I was, my early years was was in the 80s. You know, I consider myself like, like late 80s to early 90s kid. Yeah. And like. The days of the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo and like that I mean seriously like that whole thing about him telling the story about trying to get a Nintendo right because some rich kid had it and everybody <laughs> wanted to go and hang out <laughs> with this rich kid that
1: nobody likes nobody liked the dude and and to the, <laughs> all, all the people that just don't get like, why, why is it only this one kid that gets to, like, be the star of the neighborhood? That's how it was. Oh, yeah. That's how it was. You have to think, lose the internet, lose yeah, the lose, cell phones. Yeah. Nope. This was old school. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the walkie-talkie thing, that was me. Yep. <laughs> right? Two-mile yep. oh, radius. You have to
1: stick to the code names, man. You have to stick to the code names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the go, Dave. I just remember that because my buddy, my buddy David, like, down the down the alleyway from me and me and, like, we had, like, another friend who lived, like, across town that was, like, crackling because he was so far away. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we, had, we did that. We did all of that stuff. And it was, you know, it
1: was... We were, we we're kids, <laughs> you know. And there was, there were certain things in that movie that that my husband and I were just jokingly like, "What is that? What is that?" <laughs> we said it to like the phone on the wall with the long oh, cord, yeah. oh, and it my. was rotary. I
0: had like that rot- when I was a kid.
1: Me, yeah, I'm like, "What is that? <laughs> yep. The tape, the tape deck in the in the car? What is that?"
0: That van was the same van <laughs> that I grew up in. That was my parents' van that like that that Dodge caravan with the <laughs> with the with a with a wood with the wood sides with the wood trim on yeah. the, the, the fake the fake wood trim on the in the back. That was that was uh that was my,
1: my parents' car. Most and definitely. Not to, and not to mention the fashion. And may I suggest that you know, it wasn't just the electronics of the time that that like floored me. It was the fashion. That jacket that he was wearing while he was riding the bike in the opening scene. Oof! No other jacket existed.
0: <laughs> the the BMX bikes with the with, uh, with the rear with the rear bars. And those helmets,
1: the the helmets that, you know, was copied and pasted (laughs) later. Oh, yeah, we we wore helmets because we we were all about safety.
0: We didn't wear helmets. I'm sorry. That was... (laughs) We did. (laughs) Oh, hey. Safety. Safety. Oh, yeah, safety. No, that wasn't... There's... Helmets? (laughs) What was that all about? That was, you know, it was just like... That was just like, you know, you could sort of, I mean, I knew, I knew a person growing up that pretty much, I mean, all the characters were caricatures, right? Yeah. Like, they were pretty, like, over the top, like, you know, you had, like, the sniffly nerdy kid, you know, you had, like, the, even, even the, the, the bully <laughs> was very much caricatured like they didn't know what grade he was in he just was in class you know we didn't know how yeah. old he was <laughs> you know it was like
1: which i swear which i swear was like played by an actual adult oh, oh like.
0: yeah i mean you know like played yeah. played you know played king of the mountain you know in the big piles oh, in, the, yeah. in the playground oh yeah I i'm did pretty that. sure
1: i'm pretty sure with kids like watching that part it's like why are you playing such a stupid game and it's like because we didn't have anything else no
0: we didn't have the the internet you know this is the thing like it kind of made me think about like and it was true like when i was a kid i was outside all the time i was out in in you know in hopkins i lived i grew up in hopkins that was, like, the place to be, like, when I was a kid. Because we could go anywhere. I kind of felt bad for for some of the kids who who lived, like, way too far from, from, like, downtown Hopkins. Like, in, like, the really, like, buried neighborhoods that were, like, a mile away from the school. Yeah. There's no way they'd be... Dude, if those kids knew how fun it was to, like, like get on a bike go into downtown meet up with your friends go to the theater go to like so we had like there was like a little arcade in um in Hopkins mm-hmm. you know and and uh I mean it was just so much fun that's what we did and it's I mean yeah we had a Nintendo growing <laughs> I had a Nintendo growing up I had a Super Nintendo growing up you know it was all that but but it It is really, really true that I would have rather played outside, ride my bikes, you know, get on a walk. It's like, hey, meet me over at, you know, over at, uh, you know, meet me over at the Super America on 17th. We'd go, <laughs> you know, it was like that. It was just, that was like the summers that I remember as a kid. Like, I don't remember playing a lot of like the video games, you know, growing up.
1: But do you but, remember the time when you first tasted, like that whole video game experience?
0: Oh heck yeah! But it was mostly my brother's hogging it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean seriously, like like we had a Sega Master System growing up, and Sega yeah, a Sega Master. <laughs> this is this was before the Genesis people, before yes. the Genesis, right? This was a Sega Master System, and my dad bought it. Is my brother my older brother wanted it right went to i don't know what store i think it was like a i want to say it was a toys r us that we went oh, to toys r us yeah we went to like a toys r us and it was encased i remember it was encased in 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 plexiglass box right Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, okay yeah and it was like that and in the sega master system also had a, a light gun you know it was competing with the nintendo And that's what, that was the first console that I grew up with, like playing like Gangster Town and Wonder (laughs) Boy, which was like basically, um, (laughs) which was basically like, like Super Mario Brothers. And, you know, it was just like, that's what we grew up with. We didn't get a a Nintendo till later. I think we didn't get one till like maybe 89.
1: So, so so that was your first video game experience was through that yeah but see with mine with mine i was actually the Sega genesis generation and i actually didn't know what it was until a friend of mine who was a close friend uh the family was a close friend of the family and she she was actually a few years older than me but she had a sega genesis i saw that and i was like what's that i was like oh well show you and then she showed me altered beasts
0: oh rise from your grave
1: yeah Yeah. so I was like dude what is this so of course it took me a while to like handle what's kick and what's duck and that
0: was a hard game I will tell you that altered beasts was a hard game
1: me I'm like oh I have to get the blue orbs in order to power up or whatever (laughs) and then I was like what am I doing What's happening? Oh, you're transforming into a wolf, a werewolf. And I'm like, oh,
0: <laughs> and then was... she also
1: had she also had Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yes. That's... That was the game yes. that got me hooked.
0: Yes. You know, I'll tell you right now, I actually have a Genesis they call it an ad games box, mm. but it's a gen it's a Genesis at games and it's like yeah. it's like the it's like the Nintendo Mini you know yeah. remember that yeah this was the genesis when i have one of those things and it has altered beasts it has yeah. Sonic. It's got all the sonics it has uh um alex Kidd <laughs> in there you know it's like all these <laughs> games and the thing is you know it's just you know video games to me when i was a kid you know it was there it wasn't really like centered around my my childhood but it was there and i played it and i played right. played a lot of it it was mostly my brothers like hogging the crap out of it. <laughs> you know, I, cause I'd come home late. You know, okay. they got home like at like three o'clock. My, I didn't get home till four. Guess what? There ain't no way I'm playing that when I come home because they're already <laughs> on it. You know, they're already, they're playing right. like Final Fantasy. You know, they're, they're opening up the, the, the game secrets strategy guide, trying to figure out why they can't. Pass a freaking final fantasy stage or <laughs> or uh you know it was just like that so by the time i got to play it it was like my mom telling them to go do their homework while i got the right how i got it i want to play you I, know, do, and, I do
1: whatever i do want to point out that when when that whole i was kind of feeling like dual emotions throughout yeah. the whole entire movie because this guy really really wanted a nintendo oh yeah and just the forces of nature just was like no no, nah, you let's let's make you work but that's
0: that's why it's like the the modern day storytelling of 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 a christmas story yeah you know instead of a instead of uh you know uh a, a rain what well, a bb gun it's a it's right. a Nintendo.
1: It's a Nintendo, and you have to you have to admit watching it as an adult, you were that kid. Yeah, you understood the emotions, that hardship. Oh yeah. When oh there are so many there are so many like moments that you're like I'm so sorry, dude. Do you want a hug?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but at the same time, as an adult, you're like, eh, you'll live. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was the that was the. Um... <laughs> the, mo- the
0: emotion back then, like, really. I was like, I was like, I was like, let's see, 1988, when did the Super Nintendo come out? Do you really want to get a Nintendo? I just save up that money and make sure you're the first person to get a Super Nintendo because you're gonna be that's gonna be like the game system they have. Nobody's gonna care about the Nintendo at that point because yeah. everybody would be going to like, like, uh. Funko land or whatever like selling their <laughs> selling the Nintendo is for a Super Nintendo
1: <laughs> there was a part in the movie that got me like laughing because I remember like I think there was an, a part in the Christmas story where they're like no 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 you can't have a, a BB gun because it's so dangerous and you know what we should probably like ban ban it because it's so dangerous that was exact same thing. Yeah, exact same thing what? happened there, and it kind of reminded me of a certain point in the '90s. Oh, there's always this one thing that scares like the crap out of parents. Out of parents.
0: Yeah, it was violent video <laughs> games, right? Like Mario Violent Video
1: games, and then in the '90s, <laughs> it was the sat the satanic panic. Revolving D and D, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah,
0: that was in the '80s. That happened in the '80s. Was uh, oh, that was in the, the '80s. Okay. Yeah, the violent video game thing happened like in the early '90s, and oh, okay, that so was, was with like movie? Street Fighter, Mortal. Remember, Mortal Kombat had blood in it. You know, the Genesis version of Pixelated Mortal Kombat. blood. But... Yeah, the Genesis version had 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 blood on it, and like the Nintendo version didn't have it because. Nintendo refused to do it. Family. Or something. Yeah. Yes, family or whatever. Yeah. And it was uh, like, that scared the crap out of parents. That's the reason why we have the ESRB rating now. You know, like, this game is why? Or... I,
1: we will withhold on what happened to spur that. Because when that event happened, that spurred the parents to, you know, have that emergency meeting or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. That was
1: that. That got me floored, like laughing.
0: That whole <laughs> I was scene like, over that. Yeah, <laughs> the well, that whole scene with the um, with like the the Boy Scouts thing, or the Cub Scout like the wreath thing. No, were... no,
1: no, no, no. This that that was before. That was the glove scene.
0: The glove scene. When, when, which
1: one was the? So
0: the rich kid got the glove. Oh, oh, the power glove. <laughs> Yes. Yes.
1: Don't say. Don't say much because we don't want to spoil the movie. Oh,
0: this is already spoiled. Come on.
1: <laughs> no. No. Something. Something interesting happens.
0: Spoil alert.
1: <laughs> no, something happens. I won't say what. Oh, something happened. Yeah,
0: but something well,
1: happens that me, spurred the parents well, to be like, "Oh no!" Let me
0: talk about that power glove. When that power glove <laughs> made an appearance, the first thing that went in my head was like, "That kid's gonna hate it." But at the same time, I kind of felt didn't feel bad because I hated that kid in that movie. Like that kid, I knew a kid like that <laughs> growing I think up. We all did. Yeah, I knew a kid like that growing up, and I was just like, I don't feel bad for this kid at all. Like he's knows that like, that glove's gonna suck. He's gonna hate it, you know. And already knowing that he hates to lose. Yeah. You know. Yep. <laughs> in the way that kid is. I didn't really feel bad. Like I was kind of glad that 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 gal like beat the crap out of them in Street Fighter. <laughs> you know. Eh. So you had it coming. Yeah, I wasn't really I wasn't really feeling bad about that. Um, but dude, that Power Glove just I remember playing around with that Power Glove when I was a kid, and I re- I already knew that thing. That thing was just crap. That was like marketing department at nintendo did a great great job yeah right they should be commended for like making this thing bigger than what it is
1: yep no I, I, I totally it. get it i fortunately <laughs> i was not part of that whole glove praise or whatever i apparently didn't know about it until like a decade later yeah. and I'm like oh it was like the, that was
0: around it was like the virtual boy like it, the virtual boy was the same thing. It looked really cool, like oh look at that three D virtual, you know, like virtual reality in theory. in theory. But it was like freaking vector graphics inside of it. It was oh. the <laughs> worst. I was just like, like playing like like old vector games, you know, like um, what was that thing that was like they they demoed with it? Like um, I think it was like battle tank or something or something like a like a oh, version of know. that with like like polygons or whatever it was the worst like it was just like laggy you turned your head or whatever and then like it would go <laughs> like, like it was just it wasn't good it was the same thing with a power glow like what were the, the the only worth there's only two accessories that was worth getting with your nintendo okay two and two alone one was the turbo stick Okay. See, I wasn't into that either. <laughs> like the, the the big like the boy the the game the the, the it was like the joystick pad thing, right? <laughs> right, because it had turbo right. buttons in it, and, and we all know if you grew up with a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, pushing a button repeatedly was a thing to oh. get, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Right. You I had a turbo... would do that. Yeah, you had a turbo <laughs> pack. Guess what? You could cheat, you could just hold that thing down.
1: <laughs> right? Oh, all the you cheat would do codes. It. Yeah. Although they didn't cover that. In, a, Although, in a... Wasn't that later?
0: Yeah, and the game shark was like the other one. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, the game shark was like the other accessory. Oh, so you didn't have to figure out what the Konami code was anymore. It just did it for you.
1: <laughs> See the so... kids. See see kids kids you got it better. There's something called a save button. Oh. Or autosave? That's we didn't have that oh as, as kids. We had I had to play Sonic like, to in one shot. Yeah. Like before dinner was called.
0: Oh, you remember like pausing the game when dinner was called?
1: And hope and pray that and you nobody know, turned it off. Mom and Dad don't turn the TV off. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> I, I
1: did that. I did that
0: all the time. Like, cause, you know, I was playing Super Mario Brothers and there was no save point in Super Mario Brothers. You had to pause that thing, go upstairs and eat. Oh, yeah. Get done, go and back also, downstairs.
1: And also, these healing potions or whatever, what's that? With <laughs> Sonic, it's like you have two hits and you're dead.
0: Yeah. you One hit, you lose all one your rings. One hit, you have
1: to gather all the rings. Yeah. If you get hit a second time, mm-mm, you're, nope, you have to start, start that round over. Yep. Like,
0: uh... yep. <sighs> that was, you know, it's just, I gotta tell you, like it's that movie, man. Like that movie is just so. What it, I oh, like... did you did you see where they got the the the, the Super Nintendo? I mean, the, the Nintendo from. Did you see Wait. that
1: store? Don't tell me.
0: The department story where that where they enter and they get that thing.
1: Oh, Marshall Fields? Yeah. Was Marshall Fields around in the eighties?
0: Yeah, in Chicago. Okay.
1: <laughs> it was Carson. Is, yeah, this place takes it takes place in what, Illinois?
0: In Illinois. But they were yeah. they remember they were going to Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, they were good. Well, and, they, and say the North that they stars? were in
1: Minnesota they actually didn't, but
0: and then, um, remember the the dad um um uh, Steve Va- Steve Zahn's character, the dad, he was listening yeah. to the NHL, um, an NHL uh, yeah. hockey game against the North Stars.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't. No, see, see, that went over my head. I was, <laughs> I was just like, like, "Oh my gosh, the North sports.
0: Stars!" Because they were the Minnesota <laughs> team. There were that was the before the Wild. That was the team, and they they played at the Met, <laughs> where where the Mall of America is now. <laughs> Or the parking lot of Mall of America is now.
1: Interesting. And and you know, Jeff, uh, my husband and I were wondering, was this around when Mall of America was? Mall of America wasn't no. actually erected until like ninety one. Ninety
0: 92. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So yeah. this is I was supposed before. to say,
1: why don't you just go to Mall of America? And we're like, Oh no, you can't. It's not even no. a thing. I'm like, Oh. No. Sorry.
0: We went to <laughs> we went to Knollwood Mall. <laughs> See that my right. my mom back Ridge then was yeah,
1: Ridgedale.
0: Yeah, Ridgedale. And Ridgedale was not what it was.
1: <laughs> Ridgedale was fun back yeah. back then. Now it's like now there that's... are two corners that are just bare. Yeah,
0: two corners are bare, <laughs> the stores closing everywhere. And the awesome the awesome uh um what is that? The the water feature is completely gone now. Yeah. Which sucks. I don't know. Like I don't know. I know. Anyway, the people who are listening to this aren't from Minnesota, but you know what I mean. Like the malls that you used to go to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's, fair. Yeah. Um. So overall, I think I would I would highly recommend Eight Bit Christmas. Yeah. Um. It's definitely not your typical you know holiday movie. Yeah. It. What I like about it is that it there's a lot of relatable stuff especially you know for people in our generation but it's also fun enough for you know kids to enjoy it as well yeah and i mean what kid really doesn't desperately want you know something yeah an iphone for for Pete's sake (laughs) you know fine you could be that daughter i mean (laughs) yeah
0: like i want an iphone or whatever or whatever phone or you know, or what is it today, right? If they're if they're gonna want a gaming system, I want a PS Five, which is like impossible to get, you know, unless you <laughs> want to pay like like freaking thousands of dollars. Oh, I wanted to tell one thing I wanted to point out too, right? During that time, guess how much a Nintendo Entertainment System was retail now,
1: like how much it costed back then, yeah. or how much would it cost back, now? Back then, oh, I don't know.
0: Because remember they were like they were prepared to like sell their baseball cards the, the the twins the two twins in and that, I in that oh movie, yeah they were prepared to sell their baseball cards too because they figured it out it's like oh if we get the money ourselves we now we can figure now out we can, get, we can buy one yeah. right and I was just it was like how much did the how much did the Nintendo cost back then the retail price of a of a Nintendo Entertainment System in 1988 was 180 dollars. Was a, and that was like the light gun in the in the in the duck hunt, Super Mario like combo, yeah, and like now it's okay. So in, like for inflation now, right today that would have that system would have cost four hundred fifty dollars. Yep. So I
1: I believe it. Yeah.
0: So when they were like putting out like their baseball cards, trying to get all the money, or even like like any of that i like man that is that is desperate man
1: <laughs> what is i was i was that that was one of those what is that
0: the, like, the baseball cards
1: no well i get what baseball cards are but yeah. that whole having enough money f- to get from baseball cards to buy a game system yeah. and there were
0: good ones in there i was looking i was like
1: I oh yeah, like, they, they they went through it and were like, oh, this is good, this is good. Nah, yeah. this ain't
0: good. Yeah. And the, whatever. The the bubble gum in the in the pack, you know, the there was you know, every bubble gum, every like like upper deck or whatever, like the like the baseball packets that you buy, yeah. way back when had bubble gum in it, and that bubble gum. Oh, oh
1: okay. Yeah, no, and that I get kid,
0: it. that kid who got the bubble gum was like, oh, can I have the yeah. bubble gum, yo? Know? And he, he went, ow, that's true. Because <laughs> the, because the bubble gum in those packets were rock hard. <laughs> they were they were pretty stiff. You ate that thing, you bit it the wrong way. You're gonna, you know, your, your gums will bleed.
1: <laughs> but it's so good. It's good, yeah. <laughs> but it came with the cards. It must be <laughs> worth it. Anyway, that's that's eight bit Christmas. It is streaming right now on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yep. It's very cute. I ha- we highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah, don't go
0: into it serious. Watch- what? Don't go into it serious. Like, there's gonna be like, there's there's gonna be in there Some inaccuracies, inaccuracies. And- you know, and you'll see them. There's one that's very blatant. You know, like it's it's very there. And but you you kind of you go into the movie like enjoying yourself. Don't don't think too much of of it. Just enjoy it. You know. So, but it's it's really good. It's very cute. It's very cute
1: and doesn't, it it, it isn't way too much on the like cheesy.
0: Yeah. It's so much fun. It's like, it reminds me of like the sand lot with. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that.
1: Especially the retainer scene. (laughs) Yeah, the retainer scene. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, is he going to do it? Oh my God, he's going to do it. (laughs) What's in his mouth? I'm going to, no. Don't. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyways.
0: anyways. Anyways, go watch it. Uh, tell us what you think. Um, I'd really... I'd really be interested if, you know, if that whole deal made you nostalgic. You can email us at DungeonDiners at gmail.com or you can hit us up in our in our uh, website at LegendCreators.com. Show us a comment on there and, yeah, we'd like to know what, uh, if it just made you just nostalgic as I'll get out, like, what... Like, how me and Pam felt watching it. Um, tell us about, like, your... You know, growing up with a Nintendo. How you got your Nintendo. Or your whatever gaming system that you got way back when. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> It'll be interesting. Anyways, we should move on. We got one more thing to talk about before we leave. I have a thing. Or you have a thing. And I
1: gotta go. I have a thing.
0: Yeah. So...
1: It's not really a thing. Hey, what would
0: you mean my that? Crack? For once, oh, I'm not thing. I'm not the one complaining. Here we go.
1: <laughs> this is the thing. Oh no, we're gonna join me in this yeah, because I think we all can agree that Christmas songs, especially those that are just covers of original songs, should stop. Seriously. It's just I hear it on the radio at work and it's like how many renditions of Jingle Bells are there and Silent Nights and Silver Bells and all that stuff. And this is the reason why I turn to like instrumental like holiday music because I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't I can't stand I can't stand that anymore. And is it really so hard to ask artists for original holiday songs is it really that hard
0: mariah Carey's all i want for christmas is you isn't good enough
1: all we know we all know <laughs> what mariah Carey wants for christmas but but could we get like an equivalent of that for today or like this year or whatever because i think the last christmas album that that I bought that I actually did enjoy was is it Sia or Sia? I don't know how to how to really. It was it was her uh Christmas album. And she didn't do any covers of any songs. These were just all the songs that she wrote by herself. And they were good. They were cheery, they were childish. Some of them were were quite, you know, serious and a little bit sad. But I enjoyed it I enjoyed that Christmas album a lot and mm. almost like are there any artists out there that are doing that kind of stuff for the holidays
0: you know please I can sort of tell I mean I can sort of tell like every time I see someone like putting out a new Christmas album of whatever right yeah you can sort of tell like those who are sort of doing it because their label's telling them to do it and those that are like actually <laughs> the chain and wanting... ball thing <laughs> yeah and, they, and or them actually wanting to do one you know yeah and i gotta tell you it's just like not everybody you know it's okay to say no <laughs> you know it's okay to say no like i i get it you know like especially with like like you know like pete you know Musicians and stars that aren't very aren't as popular as they once were, you know, tend to like do something yeah. like this. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. Like, yeah, because because if your heart is not into it, or if you're we just doing, yeah, or or if you're, you know, if you're trying to pay, oh, no, if you're trying to pay the bills. Right, it's just like in movies, you know. You can tell who is trying to pay the bills. <laughs> you know, just needs to get a check somewhere, yeah. so they start any movie they want. It's like that, you know. It's sort of the same. You can we can sort of tell like if you're if you're really into or not into it. Like if you're doing just covers of like another cover of like Silent Night or <laughs> or or a Christmas song or whatever, just. Don't because unless (laughs) you know. And here, here's the thing: if you want to create your own Christmas songs, right? Don't you know? Pay. It's okay if you if you're not very good at writing songs. It's fine. It's not for everybody. Go, go write. Go get a team of people to write it for you. Right? Right. It's it's absolutely fine. That's how Disney like prospered. (laughs) So, it's get a team of people to write you a Christmas song. Right or a Christmas album, make it and tell them make it original, make it in the genre that you like, make it in the, you know, you want to make it sophisticated or whatever. Tell them to do that. I'm sure they can do it. That's a okay. (laughs) You know, don't just do it to get a paycheck, right? Yeah, (laughs) and you know, and there's been some really bad ones. I mean,
1: like okay, (sighs) so let's 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 delve into the holiday songs that we just can't stand. So Mariah Carey is one of them. I
0: I don't like that. I know a lot of people love that. I'm tired of it. It is... First, it's overplayed, which is probably the biggest problem. But number two... It is... I just don't feel like it's... Like... It's... I just feel like it's blah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it is! Like, I just you know like the even the 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 chord progressions in it is not very interesting. Mm. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't feel interesting to me. It's like you know, it's <laughs> I'm like yeah. okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get it. I get
0: it. You know. So but that's me. You know, I'm pretty I I'm I'm pretty everybody will tell you I'm kind of picky when it comes to things I really like in music. And, <laughs> you know, I'll listen and I don't know, it was every genre. Have...
1: <laughs> and I don't know. I think there's a fine line between, like, uh, especially the, the, the songs that aim to be silly. Oh, yeah. Those are um, fun. Those are fun. I think one Christmas song that always gets to me are the 12 Days of Christmas.
0: Cause yeah, but that's more of. That's that that song has been was written like a long time ago.
1: Oh, I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm not. I'm trying. I'm not comparing it to today's standards. It's yeah. that whole. Uh, the question was like, which which Christmas music do you not like?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's that. Yeah, it's and repetitive. It's, <laughs> I get that it. That and also the whole. I just paint a picture of okay, you get a partridge in the pear in the pear tree. Yeah, and then two turtle doves okay yep. let's start a birdcage and then and then it just goes on and on and then all of a sudden how many how many how many gifts yeah. do you have and what yeah, are you gonna it's do like with a, all of them it's,
0: it's like the christmas hoarding song i, I mean seriously like <laughs> it's like reverse animal gonna, crossing <laughs> yeah it's like oh, how are you gonna get me like where am i gonna put this stuff i get it <laughs> i mean I mean, how am I gonna feed the the you know, the the twelve pipers piping? Like they're gonna eat something? <laughs> like, huh?
1: I don't think we're gonna be able to fit everyone, everyone under this roof.
0: Yeah, it's like, do you, have um, you seen
1: my house? <laughs> but as so so that that song is a bit too silly for me. It's just not yeah. practical, in my opinion. Same with drummer boy. <laughs> Oh, like,
0: come on. Really? I
1: know it's a good song. The song itself is good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But then again, I hear I listen to the lyrics. It's sad. I, <laughs> every time, every time see, I'm a kind of like a visual not really a visual, but I whenever I hear music, I I'm the type of person that paints a picture yeah. in my mind. So so you play the drummer boy. Here's the virgin mary that just gave birth in a in a cold stable and then here comes this boy (laughs) it's like do you need me to play a lullaby (laughs) she goes on and plays a drum solo and i just like can you please let the baby and the mother sleep please (laughs) it's just i mean you know what the, the it's supposed to be a fun song it's, yes well it's not even a fun it's song just... it's
0: actually if you i mean it's i mean the the whole theme to it is like i can't get anything i don't have any money like all these other people are giving frankincense and myrrh oh, yeah. and crap like that you know what do i have i know i will play something for this person you know it's just like i'm i'm not gonna do anything with monetary value i'm gonna do something of my own my own talent it's like that. I mean, that's the oh, that's I know. the thing about the little drummer boy. Um, yeah, but now I'm not gonna really see it the same way. I'm like, Shh. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> don't like... wake him up. What are you doing.
1: <laughs> and then, and then there are some songs that are like quite because I, the songs that I like are like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's one. Yep. And um, Santa Baby is my favorite. My two funny front one. teeth. Yeah. Cause all i see is just this cute kid just missing the two front teeth yeah. I, I like all the... i want to do is to smile like everyone else
0: <laughs> i like the christmas gold digger song that is my favorite
1: christmas gold
0: Digger. Stig- yeah gold digger santa Have baby remember... it's the christmas gold digger song
1: oh god <laughs> jeez it like, is what i thought i thought it was like a rap christmas song oh which, by no, way. no. There... it's are there Christmas rap songs? Yeah, like... Christmas and holes. Oh, okay. Can we play those on the radio?
0: Oh, I play that at work. Oh. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. At my work, you know, since I'm the IT guy at work, you know, I'm in charge of the music that plays in the stores. Okay. <laughs> so, so guess who gets loved and hate at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> at work, right? And it's you know it's the holidays so you know marketing dictates that I play Christmas songs during the holidays right right? but I I kind of refuse to do it 100% because I get it you can only get so much Christmas you know Christmas music Mm -hmm. until you want to like pull your hair out so (laughs) so I refuse to do it 100% so you'll hear like normal music with holiday music you know right yeah. You know, and one of the things that someone came up to me one time, it's like, "Dude, you're playing Christmas in Hollis." I was like, "Yeah, Are you kidding me? That's like one of the best." If you don't know what Christmas in Hollis is, it Run DMC back in the nineteen eighties did a Christmas did a Christmas song, right? <laughs> in Hollis, Hollis, New York, right? So they're talking about like, like growing up in the hood with Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it's it's a rap. It's great. Um, it's one of those things that i sort of make sure i know what playlist that's in so i like plug it into the into the system so every once in a while you'll hear it (laughs) in the in the stores um you know it's it's uh those are one of my that's one of my favorite um christmas songs
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like i like the christmas songs that are kind of like off genre like christmas rap Mm. and then there's um Christmas metal. They're really just metal covers of Christmas songs. That
0: that but, I'm gonna have to look at because
1: But that but that see that really helped me out during my retail years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where you have to I'm listen very to Christmas much like songs. a
1: Gretzko if people
0: <laughs> when you have to really listen to Christmas for like a hundred percent of the time.
1: Yes, and yeah. you just you feel like you still want to be jolly, but you're very you know, mad.
0: People are wondering it's like there people are wondering like 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 man what's wrong with the world today? Well it's all those retail people that had to deal with Christmas and all those like <laughs> angry customers had- now they're grown up and they hate the world.
1: <laughs> we had to listen to NSYNC's Merry Christmas and Happy New Year on oh my repeat. Gosh. while we had to bring up all your goodies (laughs) and we get tired every night
0: yeah
1: oh i get it (laughs) well no i know i get it too and i know i and i get the appeal of you know certain covers are are good it's just that i don't know i wish that there were more original songs that will will stick
0: yeah, and they have to be good. First of all, um, let me just tell you the worst song I hate. The worst Christmas song I I just I have to turn the dial all the time. I've literally okay. actively took it off, <laughs> took it off, um, our playlist. <laughs> okay. Because I don't like it. It's the worst, and it makes me want to like. Seriously, like makes me want like want like not want to celebrate Christmas <laughs> like that bad. Okay. Okay. Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time. It's uh, it's the worst.
1: It's the simply <laughs> having a wonderful Christmas yeah. time thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I see that's, it. That's,
0: I see it. I, you know what? Like, and you know, and apparently, you know, it's been known it was an afterthought that song was an afterthought for him and oh, really? yeah it like he wrote like in five minutes and i don't no know nice if it was yet. just i don't know if it was just filler i don't know if it was just like a thing but it's just not interesting it sounds like i don't know it sounds like a five year old no for, for i a agree class with you especially
1: project. especially when it came to the ending where where the beats you know the yeah. the annoying beats echo and that's, yeah. I, you know, you're ta- What I'm talking about is like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to make stuff. it.
0: He's trying uh, to make an uh. interest. He's trying to make a song interesting. That's not even an interesting song. Mm-hmm. And he's doing yeah. a real hard job. <laughs> it's just that, like I, it's my opinion. You know, again, this is my opinion. If you like that song, good for you. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where where again i'm a picky guy when it comes to when it comes to music and seriously like like i even i i banged that out on the piano in like less than a minute because it was that simple it was like that yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. no know. i get it um i think i'm not quite sure which christmas song i loathe because it's kind of like a plethora of, of of choices, but <laughs> the ones that I really like are I, I really like um the piano guys uh okamokami manual. That's a good one. Just the piano and the um oh my god, the other instrument that I cannot think of. Cello Ah, uh, that, yes. The cello, just the combination on that, on that, and this is the reason why I like I prefer instrumental music because all of a sudden when someone like sings, it also depends on how the singer, how
0: Mm -hmm. the singer
1: sings. Because I'm just like, it's you're supposed to be jolly, but you sound so sad. (laughs) Yeah, there's the two
0: my two favorite, um, my two favorite Christmas songs that that always makes an appearance. And mainly because I know how to play on the piano and I know how sophisticated it is because a lot of the, the, the progression of the chords and the melodics and the harmonies that's in there, right? <laughs> is just like, it's wonderful. The person who wrote that like did a really great job. One of the first one is, is the Christmas song, uh, is the Christmas song, the, the, um, the Nat and Kill version. That song, the uh, the the progression of that song, the jazz chords are using, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how it's how it's played and how it's arranged. Excellent song. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that song at all. I can find yeah. no fault in that song. And the other one is "Christmas Time Is Here" by Vince Guaraldi.
1: Okay. And okay
0: again jazz right i like i you like know, jazz
1: i will i will have to say but, though that jazz just it's beyond christmas time even it's the most oh, operated yeah. music Ugh.
0: listen to more jazz i don't like it. i don't like certain kinds of jazz like i i don't like free jazz <laughs> i don't okay. free jazz to me is like is, i feel like a cat's running across a piano
1: oh all the time
0: <laughs> like i don't i don't understand it and i guess i mean someone can explain it to me like what's so what's great about it you know okay it's very it's i think it's just way too avant-garde for me but probably the like jazz to me is like during that time where it's like where they were really trying to do like really think about harmonics and and the the progressions and the arrangements and stuff like that and you know that's the kind of jazz i like where it wasn't really all it's not completely improv right right there's actually some kind of substance to it um yeah but again that those two songs christmas songs are my favorites they always make an appearance and it's just the way that again it's just the way that those songs were written, structured, and, you know, and the thought that went into it, you know, and, yeah, I mean, there's it's one of those things where when I first played the piano, like, for real, right, those mm-hmm. are the two songs I, I really wanted to learn how to play, and, yeah, I mean, I play it, I used to play it a lot during, like, parties and stuff like that, but... <laughs> It's the bed, yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. So,
1: um, so listeners, um, we're awfully curious. So, what songs do you like? Holiday songs. What songs do you like? What songs do you not like? And if you do, you, and if you have any like recommendations of like original holiday songs that were probably just released just recently, um, send us a message. We would love to hear your suggestions.
0: Yeah. It's something that you want us to listen to. I'd be glad to listen to it. Yeah, you know, something that I've never heard of. I'm always up for, for a listen to whatever. So
1: And and me and Edwin, like our our range in music really spans out. Yeah. Am I <laughs> I mean am I the only one that still listens to Poco every once in a while?
0: I do. Okay. So yeah. It depends on. It depends on. The, again, it depends on my mood. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah, drop us a line. Um,
0: yep. Just drop shall, us- we, shall we? Shall uh, we? Yeah. Wrap up. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's we're going over an hour here, so it's a good time oh, yeah. to wrap up. There is the music.
1: Yeah. So thank you for listening to. Uh, us. Uh, hey,
0: Edwin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Edwin. You can also find me on Instagram at DIYEdwin. You can also find me, or you, uh, you can email this uh, this podcast at dungeondiners at gmail.com. And I know we didn't really talk about dungeons all that much, or diners. <laughs> but, hey, it's the holidays. We're trying to figure it out. So, um, yeah we'll get back to our normal normal stuff but where Pam, where can they find you
1: okay so you can find me on twitter at panda cat dragon one you could also find me on instagram also under panda cat dragon um if you want to drop angela line yes uh you uh her twitter is um at pleasant doom, pleasant doom.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: um you uh please check us out we have a website at legendcreators.com yep. please uh, like, comment, subscribe, yes. share, share all this that podcast. Jazz.
0: Yeah. <laughs> did
1: you, did you get that pun? <laughs>
0: yeah, I get it. Okay. I got okay. it.
1: And then we also have a Facebook page for Legend Creators. Um, you could check this podcast out there. You could also check out our other podcast called Hala Hala Hangout. Anything yep. Filipino related, we, me we and talk Edwin, about talk about that. Yeah, we talk a lot, as if you haven't noticed. Yep. So, um, yeah. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Alright. And thank you for listening to episode sixty-four of Dungeons. Dinings.
0: And, and Dorks. Thea.